Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by The Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. I'm Brandon Kylie. Very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Joey Vitale, our blues analyst for 101 ESPN, is on the line. Joey, what's good, man? How you doing today? BK, what's going on, buddy? Just enjoying my day here. It's a rainy day, but it's good for the flowers and good for the corn. What's good for the corn is good for the whiskey. What's good for the whiskey is good for the women because it makes them frisky. Did you do you grow corn, Joe? No, I don't. I don't, I don't personally grow corn, but. <laughs> But there is a song by Luke Bryan that kind of gives you a whole new appreciation for rain. As, as probably for us, it's like, oh, a rainy day. But, again, you look at the, the line and what it does for people, I think it's a good thing. Rain is a good be, thing. That's what it's called. Be careful making your wife frisky, Joe. You already have four with one on the way. We don't need more. Yeah, you can't, you can't get rain pregnant when you're already pregnant. Corn, corn oh, here we go. Country rain. guy, BK. There you Get a little frisky. <laughs> uh, Joey, all right, let's talk a little blues hockey, my friend. Uh, Jaden Schwartz was apparently on the ice today. He was uh, skating before practice. I don't want to get people too excited. It wasn't like he was going out there through um, any of the physical drills or anything. But Sonny was on the ice for the entire practice. He did not go through power play work, but he was out there. Berube said he thinks he's going to be on the ice on Friday. Are we starting to see some of these reinforcements maybe a little closer than we had originally expected? Yeah, well, you know, Oscar was one that, you know, I talked to him after he got hurt in that game versus the LA Kings, and, and he confirmed with me something that's not very serious. Uh, it could be a day. The, the great thing about an injury like him is you only miss a game because then you have uh, multiple days to kind of rest before your next one. So Oscar's wasn't that bad. I, I kind of foresee him maybe either being in the lineup tomorrow or Saturday. Uh, Jaden Schwartz is going to be a little bit longer. Again, he's just starting to skate. Whenever a player's out there before the, before practice or after he's not with the team, to me, guys, you're at least two weeks out. You know, you really need to be out with the team, skating with the rhythm of things, uh, at least a week or two leading up to when you're actually going to return. So I think Jaden's going to be right around that Robert Thomas return. If I had to put a guesstimate on it, and that's assuming nothing else happens in the meantime in his recovery. So a little bit more time for Jaden. we got Oscar coming back around the near corner. Uh, but before you know it, you're right, BK. I mean, we are probably three to four weeks away from maybe seeing number 18, Robert Thomas back, Jaden Schwartz, uh, Ivan Barbashev's around the corner. Uh, the one up in the air that we still don't know that's going to be a huge impact is going to be Colt Pareko. So we're kind of 
on hold for that one. Another one, obviously, Tyler Bozak, who was skating for a while. He has definitely taken some steps backwards as he's not on the ice right now, uh, all because that hit uh, from Mark Stone, who we will see uh, in the building tomorrow night. It's going to be interesting to see if we, we see any fireworks. I know Stone was a little bit roughed up there in the Minnesota series. Not sure if he's exactly going to play just yet, but if he's in that lineup, guys, again, I, I do imagine that Tyler Bozak is so just treasured on this team and such a great teammate. We, uh, we could see some emotions flying tomorrow night. Joe, that's what I was going to go to next. Mark Stone, let's hypothetically say he's in the lineup Friday night. What's that conversation like in the locker room? Take me into the mind of an NHL player because a guy who is loved like Tyler Bozak, there has to be some conversation going on of how they're going to respond to that type of uh, hit from Mark Stone. Well, you know, it's never, never necessarily a discussion that, that happens. It's more of like just the unspoken of what, that, what needs to be done. And I yeah. think that, you know, you look at a player like Mark Stone, Hey, listen, is he going to fight Kyle Clifford? No, he'd, he'd be an idiot. I mean, Mark Stone, first and foremost, is probably one of the more dynamic players in the National Hockey League right now. I mean, he is creating lanes that aren't even there. Everything he's touching is right now turning to gold to the Vegas Golden Knights. So it makes zero sense for him to fight Kyle Clifford. So that's where you expect that next layer to kind of step in. Like, well, we saw Justin Falk have a response, which I thought was awesome, and, and really kind of made me fall in love more with Justin Falk for what he did right after the Bozak hit. But, but, you know, if you don't have Clifford that's going to maybe do something, that's when that next tier of, of who's going to be willing, uh, who, who is Mark Stone going to be willing, I should say, to fight. You know it's not going to be Clifford. Is it a Braden Shen? Does someone else like that step up to the plate? Uh, I, I think we're past the years of him being jumped to some degree. Uh, I don't yeah. want to make it any more violent than it needs to be. But I do think this Blues team, again, for how much they absolutely adore Tyler Bozak and what he's done for this team over the last few seasons, uh, there will be a response from this group because you look at Tyler Bozak and, I, I hate to I hate to say it like this, but you, you never know with these head injuries how long it really could be. He was skating for a while. Now he's not even touching the ice anymore. Uh, it's a shortened season, guys. Uh, you never want to say that it could be the last game Tyler Bozak has played, but my goodness gracious, it's been a long time, and he's kind of seems like he's going in the backwards direction right now. So I think it's going to add a little bit more flair to this matchup. We're talking to Joey Vitale, Blues analyst for 101 ESPN. Joey, the, the guy's got a couple of days off, which is almost unheard of uh, in this shortened season. And it's coming off of that long road trip out to California where you talked about it so much on the broadcast. I mean, it's, it's tough going out there right now. You've got so many restrictions in place. You can't eat with your teammates. And listen, I, I don't, nobody's crying for millionaire athletes, but it, I mean, we're t- telling it like it is. It's, it's difficult out there. How significant was it, in your opinion, for these guys to just be able to have a couple of days to come home, have a home-cooked meal, for the guys that have a family to be able to just kind of hang out with their kids for a couple of days and and relax and recuperate after what's been a really long and arduous start to the season? Yeah, I think it's been great. I think it was a wonderful break that Craig Berube has given them. And you're right, BK, hardly ever do you see two days off in a row. And it's, it's kind of two days off. Like, listen, they get in from California probably roughly around 4 or 5 in the morning on Tuesday morning, right, because of the time change and everything like that. So, you know, obviously Tuesday is going to be off. And then, but to give Wednesday off as well, to me, it was not only rest um, that the coach wanted to give to get back to families, but also rest that was earned, right? I mean, you go out there and you have that performance that they had with all the injuries you have. You go 4-0-2. You don't lose in regulation. I mean, to me, uh, to me, that's, that's the coach that understands his team and says, hey, you guys are going to play like that, given everything that we're going through out here in California. I'm going to give you a little candy, and we're going to have a little, little time off here so you can kind of rest and recuperate. And what does it do for the players? It just gets them reset. It's like a complete reset. You know, it's like, it's like if you go deer hunting, you got you to you get your scope all sighted in, right? You got to get all scoped in for the next hunt, right? And it's no different for this. You can kind of get away from the rink a little bit, get away from the game, 
you know, in some ways, you're not even talking to the other players on the team. And, and what does that do? Uh, like anything, sometimes distance is a really good thing. They came back to the rink this morning. They haven't seen each other for a couple of days. It probably feels like a week. And then you got all this revamped energy. Hey, how's the family? What did you guys do? You went to the zoo. How was the zoo? Did you see the giraffe? How big is that giraffe? Did you see the baby giraffe? How cute was that? You know, it's back and forth. It's just stuff that you don't normally talk about. So, again, it's just a revamped energy. They've, all, they've had some great days off, not only just being off, but also great weather in St. Louis to be outside with their families. So to me, a wonderful reset where now they can kind of get zoned back in starting today and tomorrow because they've got a big test coming up this weekend against the Vegas Golden Knights. Joe, BK and I have been having this conversation earlier today, and I want to include you in and get your thoughts. So the upcoming expansion draft, a really intriguing situation for the St. Louis Blues because you have a lot of guys that you might not want to lose that you are possibly going to have to expose. So between three guys that are David Perron, Oscar Sundquist, and Jaden Schwartz, if you were to lose one of those three in the expansion draft, who do you think impacts this championship window more? Oh, geez. I, I, boy, you're really putting me on the spot with this one, Alex. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, gosh, I look at all three players and I look at, I look at what they bring to the table and, and I, I don't know if I even can answer that. I, I look at what David Prawn's done lately as far as his precision with his shot and how he's taken over a game with his shot. And when he's feeling it with that shot, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it can really turn the table in the game. The way he drags it, changes the direction, and puts it in the spot where he wants it, that's number one. Uh, you look at Oscar Sundquist. Again, Craig Bruby called him the engine that runs this team, and rightfully so. A four-checker yeah. that really sets the tone, starts games, finishes games, plays on the power play now of all things. He's killing penalties, blocking shots. He puts his body on the line every single night. I don't like this team without Perron. I don't like this team with Oscar Sundquist. <laughs> and I certainly don't like it without Jaden Schwartz because – Look, look at how this team um, has been affected by Jaden Schwartz uh, is, is missed. And not so much his past road trip, but this is a different team when Jaden Schwartz is not in the lineup. It's taken Braden Shed a little bit of time to kind of get going. He's really missed his, his Sasky buddy on his left wing there for a while. I think Jaden Schwartz, aside from his points, I think he brings so much attitude and so much personality to this team. The way he skates, the way he hunts pucks. Uh, to me, those are three guys that I, I don't want to lose any of them. I think that they have yeah. to find a way to protect all three. Joey, the, the tough part is, and we've been doing some of these, the mock uh, expansion draft lists or whatever you want to call them. It's impossible. I don't know how Doug Armstrong is going to be able to do this. Like, it, it's crazy because if you have the seven forwards that you're going to protect, and I would imagine that that's probably going to be the route that the Blues go, you go down, it's like, okay, we got to protect O'Reilly. You got to protect Vladdy, Shin, Schwartz, Perron, Robert Thomas, Kairou. Okay, now what else? Like that that's your seven. And so that's leaving Oscar Sunquist unprotected. And you look at the back end, you've got to protect Falk, Krug, and Pareko. Now you've got Vince Dunn unprotected, Nico Mikola unprotected. Joey, is there any team in the NHL that's gonna have a better player potentially selected from them than the Blues? I mean, this is crazy. I mean, you got to look at the deep teams without question. And I think, to me, uh, BK, the Blues are up there for sure as far as how, how well-balanced they are from top to bottom. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche are going to have a rough time letting someone go. I mean, again, this is all assuming nothing happens at the trade deadline. Right. And there's so many different variables that can happen before this point right now. So, uh, to me, at times, it, it can be misleading. Or I mean, it's, it's definitely a fun discussion, but it's hard to kind of – put into words, you know, what, what different situation will be, but look at the Colorado avalanche. I mean, with, with Nazem Kadri, they're on that kind of second, third line. I mean, yeah. he, he's a possible loss. Uh, you look at, look at the Vegas school tonight, the team coming in here this weekend. I mean, you got, you got, so you got tuck, you got patch I mean, you got stone, you got some amazing top players. And then you got Stevenson who comes over from Washington, who was a nobody. And now he's lighting up Carlson, another player who was a nobody. He's lighting it up. I think the Vegas Golden Knights 
are in quite the predicament as well. And it's kind of funny to think that they're the team in the, the most recent expansion draft who was loving all these awesome picks, but they're probably going to end up losing one. So you look at the Boston Bruins. I mean, you can go down the line as far as uh, the depth of these teams across the National Hockey League. Uh, you're going to lose some great players. And I remember when the Nashville Predators lost my good friend James Neal uh, when he was a huge part of that Stanley Cup run, they ended up losing to the Pittsburgh Penguins in the final. Uh, what, what a stacked team that was. And you just, you're right. You can't protect everyone. You have to pick and choose. And it's unfortunate. But James Neal went to the Vegas Golden Knights. Then he went back to the Stanley Cup final. So it, it is an unfortunate thing. And, and again, a lot can happen before that point. But uh, good players are, are going to be lost, which is which is hard. But at the same time, that's what's kind of exciting, too. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? It, let, let's, let's take, for example, let's take, for example, you lose Ivan Barbashev, just hypothetically. Ivan Barbashev is not going to go to a team where he's maybe going to get hit in an expanded role. Maybe he's a third-line center or a third-line winger where he's going to be feeling more time. So as hard as it is, you really love it for the player where they can go out and kind of really spread their wings in a whole new organization, an expansion team with new coaches and new energy and new buzz around the city. So uh, it's part of hockey. It's unfortunate that players will be lost. But at the end of the day, I think it's a really great thing for the league. It's really good for Seattle, too. They're going to have some really good options to be able to select from. Joey, excited to hear you and Curbs tomorrow night on the call. Blues versus Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow. Puck drop at 7 o'clock. We will have Alex Ferrario back on pre- and post-game coverage beginning at 6 o'clock. BK, you did a hell of a job, my man. You did a hell of a job. Joey, appreciate you as always, my man. We'll talk with you again soon. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.